Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. (laughs) This is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Welcome back to the Pretty and Purpose podcast. Hey, PMP Posse. Hey, Posse. So, a few weeks ago, we discussed uh, being black in the workplace and how we overcompensate mm-hmm. because some of our counterparts don't do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> so, today, I had a meeting with three non black men and. I was 20 minutes late to the meeting because nobody ever told me that my guests had arrived. So I went into the meeting like, this is already bad. They're already look, looking at right. me because this is a not, or this is an all black establishment. Here I am on CP, CP time. time. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm not dressed up because I forgot that they were coming. Oh, man. It was just all, I felt so bad. They weren't on your calendar? Oh, they were on other people's calendars, but those people never showed up. So, you had so I had to fill in. in. Okay, yeah. And it. so, of course, I walk into the room with Looking my crazy. non-black voice on because now I have to overcompensate <laughs> even though <laughs> I look crazy. Because the whole situation looks Right, because yeah. trying to save us now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're looking at me like, mm, mm, mm. Right. <laughs> I just yeah. felt so bad. So... Moral of the story here is be prepared. Always look your best because you never know <laughs> you who never you know. have to meet That's with. true. I was told that at work, like always like have a suit jacket or something in my cube and stuff because you never know when you might get pulled into a meeting right. with who knows who. Yeah. Girl, I had on rain boots today. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, I had a pair of heels at my desk. So I had to out. throw them on, but my pants were wrinkled at the bottom because I had <laughs> rain boots on. So I'm like, oh my gosh, please just whatever you do, don't look down. Don't look down. I'm sure they weren't going to judge your wrinkles. Uh, but they had on suit jackets. Like they were dressed up in business professionals. They were dressed for the, yeah. um, for the, for the occasion because the they're about to present their product. They want me to... Um, oh, so they're them. trying to sell something to well, you. Well, yeah, they were trying okay, to sell something right. to me, but still it's like... Okay, I'm presenting to her, yeah. but I don't even know if I want her to have my product. Like, he even said, well, we're only presenting this because we're really good friends with your team lead. Like, not everybody gets this. Oh, so wait. And I was man, just like, okay. ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. All right, well, at least you held it down. For yeah. Me. I had you to tried. hold it You down. did your best. You did the uh-huh. best you could with the situation you were given. <laughs> I did, but I And just... had you known, you would have came. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I I would have showed up like I was supposed to. Exactly. All right. So now we are going to take a royal moment. And the royal moment is a time that we celebrate some amazing queens who are doing some great things. So this week's royal moment goes to Candace Payne. So I'm going to read this little post about her. So Candace Payne, she is not a celebrity. She is not rich. But she is exactly the kind of person that should be in the news. Last week in Chicago, where temperatures were colder than Antarctica, Miss mm. Payne decided to use her days. own credit card to rent 30 hotel rooms to shelter local homeless people from the freezing cold. Upon mm. hearing of her good deed, others pitched in to help, and she was able to secure 72 rooms for five nights providing refuge for 122 people. Oh, that's awesome. So I heard about that back when the temperatures dropped a couple uh-huh. weeks ago. And I was thinking, like, well, who 
like which famous person or what star or celebrity lives out there and what that will did help that. The people. Uh-huh. And then lo and behold, it was just an uh, average citizen. Uh, average mm-hmm. person, exactly. not someone who is a celebrity. Making a difference. Yo, yeah. that's cold though. That yeah, is cold. cold. Like yeah. I was in Chicago like the week before the temperatures had dropped. Like that next weekend, it just got crazy. And I can't even imagine like the way that it's been cold here in Baltimore. And I see, you know, homeless people mm-hmm. out on the street. So just imagine colder than Antarctica. Like that's crazy. That's that is crazy, cool. but just think that that was one person. All those people that are in Chicago and nobody thought, hey, you know, this person doesn't have a home. Let mm-hmm. me help. Right. In some way. And right. some people may have, it just didn't get publicized, but well, you know, true. it's it's great that this lady, um, you know how much she probably spent. Exactly. A whole lot. And, and, but that's the thing, you know, so other people heard about it and they chimed in, which is awesome. Oh, they, oh, mm-hmm. people, oh that's more people. good. Yeah. That's Thank we, you, we Candace. Need, we need more. Yeah. Than. Exactly. We need my, to help each other out. We were just, my husband and I were just talking about how when this temperature drops, you know, it's a cold blue and the shelter's all open, but how do, homeless people or other people that do not have access to resources how do they even know that the it's gonna be a cold blue and that these shelters are open you exactly. know they don't That's true. how do they even know the temperature is about to drop like we just need to do more in our communities you know mm-hmm. but, out. but you know what speaking out is a big thing so last year or maybe the year before last um don't, around this time when it got really cold, my husband and I helped out a homeless man and um, paid for oh, him to stay right. at a hotel. But we also, you know, reached out and told other people what we were doing, not for accolades, but so many people pitched in to help. Like, so many people donated clothes. Some people donated food. Uh, we raised money. Yeah. He was able to, you know, stay at the hotel for way longer than we expected. We even, um, from the hotel, he was able to move into um, a transition home that mm-hmm. a lady had. So, you know, when you speak out on other people's behalf, like, it can make a difference. You yeah. never know who's you never in your know. network. And what resources people have access to. I'm there. glad that you said that because it bothers me when people say you're only speaking out for the recognition. Like, no, I'm speaking right. out so, so that I can get other people's resources because I never know who can assist right. and further foster this idea that I have yeah, going on. Because right. people have resources. Like, you, right. like, with your situation, Maya, you never know who might be able to provide this or that. And, mm-hmm. and create the, you know, the whole package. Exactly. Now it is time for our sis second where we fix those raggedy crowns. Mm-hmm. So this week's sis second goes to my coworker. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, so she's what prompted the sis second. However, the raggedy crown goes to anybody who does this, who does not respect other people's schedules or their work-life balance. So... <laughs> so anyone who, who can fit this raggedy crown yes if you fit the crown it goes to you okay so um my co-worker decided that she wanted to text me at 10 30 at night oh no asking for some marketing materials you way off for, the top for her listing Okay, so that was like my final straw because one time she texted me at like 6.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Oh, no, sis. And, you know, I left her on red then because I was like, you know, maybe she'll get the picture that I'm not available to you. Correct. I'm not available. So when she did this, I said, oh, no, this is not what we're doing. So the next day, I sent a mass email out to the entire team, like, team, these are my hours of availability. Oh, if that was you're nice. You didn't, even to call, you didn't call her out? Because I would have been... Oh, no. I, I, had, <laughs> excuse me, I had a private conversation with her, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
So I sent a, a, an email to the entire team because I was also getting messages at midnight like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I don't want to hear that at midnight. I, I don't care. <laughs> right. I'm not working. I'm not. You don't see me in the office. Right. So I sent the email out like, hey, these are my hours of availability. If your concern does not fit within these hours, send an email. I'll respond accordingly. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because so, if you decide to check your email on your off time, exactly, that's your decision. That's my prerogative. I was going to go into song, but I refrained. Oh. <laughs> I know someone who, um, she has hours, not just for work, for everybody in her life, including her mama. Oh. <laughs> it's 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You hit her phone before 10 a.m. You might, she might have some words for you Ooh. after 10 a.m. when she's ready to talk. And same thing, after 10 p.m., don't hit her phone. Mm. She has boundaries with everybody. As not you just should, work. though. Yeah. Like, you have to teach people how to treat you. And you have to let them know that you do have boundaries. You are not mm-hmm. available to their every beck and call. Yeah. I just put them on do not yeah. disturb, for real. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll use that because sometimes I do want to talk. <laughs> I'll you undisturb. might not fit that criteria. I'll undisturb it when I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'll undisturb it. <laughs> Moral of the story, respect people's boundaries. I feel yes. you on that one. Because you don't want to get put on the do not disturb list. <laughs> I mean, y'all go on it sometimes. Because if y'all, when y'all be texting at 12 o'clock. When would be texting at 12? Sometimes. Listen, I be asleep. I don't know. Who uh, be yes, sometimes y'all be texting at 12. <laughs> y'all have a whole conversation. And y'all go right on do not disturb. And I <laughs> catch y'all in the morning. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So, y'all, what are we talking about today? Today, we are discussing dating since Valentine's Day just passed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, on today's segment of Where is Jess P? I am going to discuss my most memorable date. Ooh. And, <laughs> like, memorable in a good way or right. bad? Bad way. Okay. Bad way, okay. <laughs> so, I actually went on a double date. The guy actually might listen to the podcast. And if you do, hey. no hard feelings. Sorry hey. about that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about this, what we about to say. <laughs> Sorry. Look oh. <laughs> So, it was a double date with my mom and uh, a gentleman. (laughs) Okay. And uh, the bill came after we had ordered, well, he had ordered steak and lobster. And I don't know what they ordered across the table. Mm -hmm. I don't eat meat, so I probably just had some shrimp or something. (laughs) I don't know. But, you know, I was following his lead. He ordered a drink. I was like, oh, okay, I'll order a drink. Right. And it was kind of his idea to go to this restaurant. And so the bill comes, and the waiter puts it between the two guys. Right. So, <laughs> I love so, waiters. Shout out to the waiter. They did. They did. They be on point with it. They be like, so I'm just set this right here. Uh-huh. I'm not really sure how y'all going to work this out. <laughs> so... My date gets up and goes to the bathroom like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. So, you know, we continue to have conversation at the table. He comes back and he's just like, he looked like he's sweating. He's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) He didn't see the total. He he didn't see the total. He's just sitting there like, like looking like something's wrong with him. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, I'll tell you about it later. 
And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the other guy like reached for the bill and he looks at it. He leaves it open and then slides it back across the table. Right. Like, <laughs> all right, now pay your, your half on the bill. Yeah. All right. And so my date looks at the bill and he's like, oh, okay. And then he like digs in his wallet or he digs in his pocket for his wallet and he puts his wallet back. And so I'm looking at him like, did you just put your wallet back? Right. Who about to pay for this? Because this was your idea. Uh Right. How we going to do this? (laughs) And my mother's looking at me like, who didn't? Who did you just bring to dinner? <laughs> right. And then the guy is looking at me like, you gave me such a hard time. And this man not even digging in his wallet to pay. Right. And so I'm just like, oh, this is awkward. And it was like right around the time of my mom's birthday. Now she feeling bad because she's like, I'm just trying to celebrate my birthday. Right. Right. With this guy. Yeah. And, and so. And then he got to pick up the whole tape. Well, somebody got to pick up the tape. My mom is then like, oh, let me, let me get my card. I'll cover it. And so her date's like, No. You're not covering it. Right. I I get it. But he's still looking across the table with big eyes like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> you going to dig in your wallet? So did he ever say anything? Like, no, girl. No. So he just said, said they with the dead eyes, dead, dead in the head? Like, Didn't say anything. The other guy, like the waiter comes back and he's like, are we finished with this? And the other guy is looking across the table like... You about to pay? This is so awkward. (laughs) So he's like, we're finished. And then the waiter takes it. And the other guy ended up paying for all of us to eat. Like, I felt bad. My mom was, like, so embarrassed. She gave me a whole lecture the next day. What? But. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, Jess, you you got to pay. Oh, my goodness. She's better. Uh (laughs) And so when we were leaving, I drove that day. I don't know why I drove. I actually hate driving, but I drove. And so I get home and he's like, oh, I don't, I don't feel well. I don't feel well. And then he like throws up in my hallway. What? And uh, that was the end. Good night. Uh, <laughs> good night. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, the end. The end Period. of his run in my life. <laughs> oh my goodness. So he didn't pay and then he came and didn't threw pay, up in the hallway. Didn't, up in the hallway. didn't, didn't drive. Didn't drive. Didn't give you no gas money. Didn't give me any gas money. And that was the moment that I knew that <laughs> this wasn't his work. time had ended. So did you ask for an explanation? Did he offer one? Didn't offer an explanation. So to this day, you don't know why he ain't paying. I still don't know. Are you serious? I still don't know. Uh-uh. But it's, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, even, I don't even need an explanation at this point. I didn't. At, at this yeah, point, like, like, I don't even care what your reasoning is. Like, it's nothing that you can tell me that's going to make me be like, okay. Like, my thing is, if you came up the restaurant, mm-hmm. he must have known the price point of the restaurant. And, and if, if you, he didn't, he shouldn't have volunteered to... And he also shouldn't have ordered steak and lobster. Mm-hmm. And um, alcohol. Mm-hmm. And a drink. Mm-hmm. Yes. But... Like if you if you if you don't have it, that's you know we all understand. But then right. speak up and tell me before, like, hey, listen, um, you know, when we get here, you know, it's a really nice restaurant, but I'll probably just eat like a salad appetizer because I don't have a, I don't have money right now. And then yeah. y'all could have worked that out before you even got there. I feel like I'm a very understanding person. Right. <laughs> like even if he looked at the bill and was like, "Oh, I ain't got it," like you could have texted me from the bathroom, like, right. "Hey, say look, something. can you?" Yeah, say something. Right. He didn't say anything, and to me, that was a cop out. So it's like, okay, nope, we're not doing this. Wow. Yeah, it feels the vibe. I feel. My spirit feels like it wasn't <laughs> he didn't have the money. It was he didn't want pay. 
Um, That's what I felt too. He didn't want to pay. Because if you had, if you didn't have the money, wouldn't you just? Or maybe he had pride. You know, guys got that pride. I don't know. Maybe he did have pride, but even still, like. But pride to me seems like he would want to be like, oh, I got this. Right, if he's trying to no, show... No, I'm saying pride to... Too much pride to, to tell... To say that he doesn't have it. That he doesn't have it. That he, oh, right. that he can't afford it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's a nice person, but he's not the person for me. <laughs> right. Everyone is different. Maybe maybe he um, prefers a more dominant woman. A, a woman who will do <laughs> everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm trying, trying to help the man out, so... Nice guy. You know, if I could play matchmaker, <laughs> I don't know. I would set him up. But <laughs> you would set him up with someone nice. He's a nice guy. He's just not my type of guy. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, everybody has their type. Yeah. So Celeste, do you have any dating tips or Help secrets? Help us, please. And your CB secrets. <sighs> well, I'm gonna throw some things out there. I wouldn't say I'm. A, I'm certainly not the dating expert. So <laughs> I'm gonna just throw some thoughts out for for discussion. Okay. So on today's segment of CB Secrets, I'm going to throw out four dating tips for us to talk about. So the first one is hygiene. So we're all human, so we all have body odor from time to time. And that is the purpose of deodorant and soap (laughs) and showers. So when you're um, going on dates, it's important to make sure you smell your best. Yes. yes. Because people love people who smell good. Like, you want to make a good person. <laughs> That's true. Sure. I love cologne. Then I love cologne, especially YSO. Ooh, that's true. Because right. there's this not cologne. on everybody though. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is this cologne that smells so good, and when I smell it, it's like, oh when my god! Like yes, now. yeah, and it's just it's just attractive. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So and it, and the guys look for the same thing in women, like yeah. right. smell, yeah. but not too much, y'all. Yeah. Because sometimes we can much. do too much this with the perfume same. and the cologne. Don't overdo it. Just just make sure that you tidy up. Um, the second one is to be a gentleman and for the ladies to be a lady. So gentlemen, you know, open the door for your date, pull out the chair. My, here's my favorite. Let her order first. Mm. My husband got mm. that one. Okay. Cause this is marriage tips too. <laughs> but we're talking about dating. Let be courteous and let the lady go first. Um, so I have this thing where I test people that I date. I walk on the outside, <laughs> on the curb. I walk mm-hmm. on the outside uh-huh. just to see if they'll push me on the inside. Okay. Right. If they don't, I'm like, mm. You give them a strike, yes? Yes. Dang. You better protect my life from a car popping the curb. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for ladies, I guess I would say... You know, let a man be a man. Um, don't try to say, "Oh no, I'm I'll pay for everything." If he wants to pay, I think yeah. it's fine mm-hmm. to allow him to pay. Um, and, but don't always expect it, right? Right. Don't always, don't always yeah. expect it, but uh-huh. allow it. Yeah, exactly. I would say because you don't want to. You never want to make him feel less than a man. Yeah. So on the first day, do you think that a woman should dig in her purse or at least pretend to dig in her purse? So I, me personally, I would pretend. I mean, I would have I money did. in case anyway, but I, but the action would be a pretend action. But there would be money in there, just in case. So the next dating tip I have is to dress how you want to be addressed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think this goes, you know, this goes for both, but I think it really weighs heavily on the lady. Mm-hmm. 
Because we can't, we have to, one, dress for the occasion, but also you can't wear a short hoochie skirt mm-hmm. and, and then be mad. Dress. Right. You can't go out with your freedom dress on and then be mad when you find out that's all he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you have to dress accordingly. Respect yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of women will try to argue, like, I should be able to dress how I want to and not feel like not feel- I'm going to get violated and things like that. And I get it. That's true. However. You should be able to. You should be able to. But you know that the way that you dress represents you and it sends a message. So it sends a message. Right. You just got to be mindful of the message that you send. That doesn't right. mean that the guy then has the right to take advantage of Correct. you. Correct. They definitely don't have the right. exactly what message you're sending. Right. And then don't be mad if. He receives the message that you were sending. Right. <laughs> right. It may not have been your intended message, but... You sent it. You <laughs> And I would say the last thing is, is converse, have, have something to talk about. The most awkward thing is to be on a date and you just staring at each other with nothing to talk with about. With the awkward smile. Like, right. So... How does the we- like, them talk about weather, because that's what everyone talks about. That's just, when you know it's over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when all you have to all you have in common is the weather. <laughs> so the weather outside. Right. So have you all ever been on any of dates that violated any of these tips? Because I know one time I went on a date to the movies with someone and it was the first <laughs> date and his underarms. It wasn't it wasn't a good experience. Right. And I and I tried it like, nah, that's not his underarm. And every time I turned to the right, I was like, hey, <laughs> like no, this can't Jesus just be underarm. Like, did you just come from playing basketball? Like what is happening Ew. right now? Yeah. And that was the first and last date. So first impressions yeah. are truly lasting impressions. Yeah. They really yeah. are. Yeah. Whether we want them to be or not, they just are. Yeah. Now I would say I haven't experienced any of these in particular. Um, my experience was, um, as you all know, I'm biracial and I had on some, like a, it was either a skirt or some pants or something where when I sat down, you could see like my ankles or whatever. Ooh. And the guy, <laughs> right. I know it was scandalous. And well, the guy had said something about I was ashy oh. and he said, oh, is that your white side? Oh. Oh, check please <laughs> well we were actually at a play and I was like I was ready to go because I'm like first of all you don't know how I receive that you know right. you don't know how comfortable I am in my mm-hmm. uh-huh. being in being biracial right. some people are not comfortable and confident in that fortunately I am but I'm like you don't have the right because right. I don't know you like that like yeah we're mm-hmm. dating and we're getting to know one another but we not like that, right? Uh-huh. Quite mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that was a that was a no-go for me. <laughs> that was the end of that was Elfin. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, have you had any of those? Oh no, I don't think I have. Like everybody puts on their best representative. Mm. <laughs> their best representation. <laughs> They may have a representative in a place, yeah, though. Yeah, they may have a representative. It might be somebody else. Maybe someone else who attended the date and not truly everybody. who they were. Yeah. Showed up smelling good. Opening doors. Okay. And that was the last time they opened the door. <laughs> right. The first date. They put on their best front, for sure. Yeah. So that's all the dating tips I have. Okay. I wish you all luck in your dating ventures. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for Maya's Motivational Moment. 
date with a purpose because your time is worth it. So mm. I always, always thought that it's pointless to just date around just because. And um, I've learned that, you know, it is important to, one, get to know different people to see what it is that you like and what mm-hmm. you don't yeah. like. Yeah. But when it's time to get serious, like, you need to have a purpose. Like, I always felt like I'm not going to date you if I can't see you potentially being my husband one day. Because what is the point? So, when did you what? make that decision? I was going to say, was that age, later in life? What age or early? No, I always, like, my brain is always, like, 10 steps ahead. So, so I'm thinking always, of the future. I'm always thinking of the future. So, like, one thing that was non-negotiable for me was, like, religion. Mm-hmm. So, if the guy wasn't a Christian or didn't believe in God, I'm not even going to, I don't care how cute you are, how good you smell, whatever. I'm not even going to attempt that relationship because I know in the end, we ain't working out because mm-hmm. that's a non-negotiable for mm-hmm. me. And I know everybody has their non-negotiables, but you have to know like what that is before you even waste your time. Right. That's true. I think it also, you know, as we grow and we learn more about life, I think your non-negotiable list gets longer. No. And it changes. Your list it changes. Change. Yeah, it changes because life experiences will teach you a lot. Yes. And some things that you thought were non-negotiables may be negotiable exactly. when you hit 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you like, okay, all right, all right, I'll deal with that. Exactly. I'll take that. Like, you don't want to make your list so long of non-negotiables that it's unattainable. It's yeah. like... You have you know, to be reasonable. Exactly. I mean, there's some things that's just obvious. Like, you want somebody who you know, is faithful, is maybe has your same belief system, so on and so forth. So get your non-negotiables list down. But as you're looking at your list, just see what are some things like, okay, maybe, you know, I can swing this or think about that. But if you're in a relationship with somebody that you absolutely know that they are not marriage material, you can't see yourself marrying them in the future, then you're wasting your time and you, you know, may miss out on the one that God has for you because you're wasting your time on these distractions that aren't even supposed to be in your life in the first place. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone has a purpose, Maya, so they might need to be in your life to teach you a lesson that this ain't it. (laughs) Well, that's true. (laughs) That is true because people will come in your life to show you, oh, no, this is not. uh -uh. This ain't the one. This is not the one. This is not what you want. (laughs) Exactly. And then a lot of times I'll tell people, like, pray about it, you know, because the, the person that God has for you may not be what you're praying for, right? You may be like, God, I just want somebody that looks like this specific way, but that may not be who God has for you. So you need to be open to receive what he's telling you. And then when he says, nah, sis, uh, I ain't saying him, you need to listen. Because some, sometimes people will try to make up excuses like, no, no, no. You can't force, force something because that's how you end up in a, in a, in a non- not healthy relationship Mm -hmm. right and you end up with problems of many kinds no relationship is going to be perfect so if you're looking for perfection you're going to x out every single person that comes into your life Mm -hmm. um but you really want to be on one accord with the lord when it comes to relationships especially you know moving forward with marriage all right so now it is time for ask pmp If you would like to send us a question, you may email us at pretty, the letter N, purposed at gmail.com, or you can send a message to our Instagram account at pretty underscore the letter N underscore purposed. 
Okay, so our question was, what are some alternatives to celebrating Valentine's Day if you aren't in the mood or you don't have anyone to celebrate with? Because there are a lot of women out here who feel lonely or are anti-Valentine's Day because they didn't have anyone to spend it with. So what are some alternative solutions? I feel like Valentine's Day is a commercial holiday, so I don't really celebrate it anyway. Okay. Um, But when it does come around and then you see everybody else getting flowers and candy, it's just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, but let's not send it to ourselves and then post it on Facebook Ooh. or post it on social media Ooh, as if you have this miraculous boo <laughs> when, it was really, <laughs> right, when it was really you. <laughs> So you, you can be your do. own Valentine. I mean, yes, you can, but don't pretend as yes. if yeah. the balloons and the candy and the teddy bear came from else. someone else. Yeah. It's fine to buy yourself and treat yourself and date yourself, whatever you want to do, but don't pretend like you got this boo. In previous years, I've done Galentine's Day where I spent it with my single friends. Oh, uh, yeah. And we've gone out and done stuff. Yeah. So I recently saw a post on Instagram that said, self-love is not selfish. You cannot truly love another until you know how to love yourself. Amen. That's really true. Period. Just like doing something special for yourself. Like it doesn't take somebody else to have to do something for you for you to feel appreciated. Right. Appreciate yourself. Take a moment and Mm -hmm. and spend time with yourself. Do something that you enjoy doing that you don't get to do all the time. If you like to go to the movies, but you don't get to go often, go to the movies. Exactly. It's it's all about changing your thinking, right? Because you see everybody else getting these things. You're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to be like that. Like, one thing, you have no idea what's going on, really, oh, in people's right, relationships, girl. right? Yes. So you everybody all, show up on Valentine's Day. Exactly. Uh-huh. You make all type of assumptions that you think is happening. They're not going to be speaking next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but it's true, right? So it's just true. look forward to the times that, you know, you know what, one day th- this will be me. But right now, this is not my season, but I'm going to enjoy me. Don't, don't let jealousy consume you because it's not going to do anything but foster bitterness in your heart it's the same thing with the seasons you notice that people all of a sudden they want to have a boo in the winter time mm. to cuddle and oh, you yeah. know it's, it's like season. yeah it's cuffing season it's like no <laughs> that's not real let's let's focus when the on the sun come out he gonna throw you away right <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding just right. kidding exactly but i think go. but you have to start with self-love you you really do have to know how to love yourself before you can love anyone else anyone else and and that goes into dating with a purpose right because if you love yourself enough then you'll you'll be able to cut people off and not just be with the first person that says that they love you or that says that you're beautiful right you know like okay but i'm worth this right, right make sure right. people are willing to invest that in right you're willing to pass those people by because you're not you're not lonely because you love yourself exactly mm-hmm. all right sisters so make sure and brothers our brothers who are listening out there Make sure that you are loving on yourselves. Um, make sure that you are dating with a purpose. And those of you who are married, you should still date your spouse even though that you're married because you are going to continuously change. Yes. Like, continuously change. And so you still want to continue to get to know your spouse, mm-hmm. continue to love your spouse, and all of that good stuff. Definitely. That's all that we have for today's episode. Until next time, folks. Thanks, PMP Posse. Thanks, PMP Posse.